Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Welcome to the High Vibration Living Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff, founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods. Join me for conversation where we learn about food, wellness, beauty, travel, and spiritual concepts for high vibration living. Only you know what your body needs. Let this be the reminder that you have the power to tap in and know the food, self-care, and spiritual practices that will best serve you. I will be sharing my knowledge and learning with you from experts providing insight into nourishing all the layers of you, the physical, emotional, spiritual, and etheric bodies, so you can feel your best and live your dreams. Let's get started. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Chef Whitney Aronoff, your host and founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods. And you guys are in for a treat today. I'm chatting with Dr. Scott Robinson. We are going to go really deep in the health, wellness, and spiritual modalities that you can apply at home or with a proper functional medicine doctor or chiropractor to improve your health and well being. I wanted to really focus on with him the things that we often get caught up with that we need to let go of to improve our life and just enjoy every day so much more. And you'll understand why I went there with him because he wrote a book called There Are No Lions in Heaven. Dr. Scott Robinson, three days after his high school graduation, died in an automobile accident. His body was placed in the morgue and for two hours... He was declared dead. When his parents arrived to identify his body, he woke up and he claimed at that time to have met God and his grandfather on the other side. Years later, he would die again and have a second near-death experience. These experiences helped him clarify his mission in life. When he was on the other side, he was told by angels that accompanied him that he could not stay in heaven and that he must to return to earth to fulfill his missions and his purpose in life. These two occurrences were deeply transformational and created the life-altering changes, which led to his passion of diving into medical alternatives and spiritual healing modalities that really work. So we talk about things that everybody can start doing in their life every day to maintain their physical body, how we can simply just create more magic in our life, what synchronicities really are and understanding timelines, getting clarity on our own mission and purpose, how we can enjoy life more and stress less, how we can use numerology and numbers to heal, and other kind of must-try healing modalities. If you are curious about his book, I have a link in the show notes where you can get his book on Amazon. You can get it paperback or digital. But there's one little clip that I want to read you guys from the book before we dive into the episode. It's in the foreword of his book by Dr. Derek King, who's based in Marietta, California. I love what he wrote, and I think this will help kind of give you some insight into Dr. Scott Robinson and what we're talking about in this episode. In the foreword, he says, the time is ripe for a new breed of healer and practitioner who assists the patient in understanding the vibrational approach to balancing the body, 
mind, and spirit. It is worth 3,000 years of acupuncture meets cold laser technology imbued with homeopathic frequencies. It's pretty cool stuff. We are human beings made of energy. And unfortunately, we have developed the ability to kill ourselves through our own mind, diet, and self-engineered maladies. This affects our DNA using fear, anger, and frustration. The answers are not more drugs or surgery. They must come from faith. One thing that you'll hear us really dive into as well is talking about how to eliminate fear from the body, how to eliminate anger from the body, how to forgive, because when we learn to forgive, we can really thrive with our health and well-being and in this life. It's such a good episode. We talked for two hours, so I'm splitting it into two parts. Make sure to catch both. Additionally, Dr. Scott is moving to Florida and I'm going to be the last patient he sees in California before his move. So I will report back on my experience working with him. We're going to work on identifying just some underlying health issues, some inflammation that I haven't been able to control no matter how many practitioners I've gone to and just see what else I need to let go of so I can thrive and continue to share with you guys. So without further ado, enjoy this episode with Dr. Scott Robinson. Cheers. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Robinson. It's such a treat to connect with you. Thank you. And it's a pleasure to be on with you, Whitney. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Or I should say, Chef Whitney. Oh, thank you. Well, before I pressed record, you asked me what I wanted to talk about with you today. And there are so many things. One of them was talking about how we can heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually So we can live a better life, right? So we can pursue our dreams as well as one of the things I mentioned to you is how we can get more clear on our purpose again, so we can live our best life. So you started giving me some great tips on things that we can do every day to heal ourselves. And I want you to just keep going. I interrupted you. So that's okay. Um, For those watching today's precasted or casted material that Whitney is interviewing me with. Um, My book is called There Are No Lines in Heaven, and it's about my near-death experiences, alternative medicine, and spiritual healing. And what I was sharing earlier before we began the actual interview was, what do you do to help somebody realize their best potential? Well, almost everybody, I'd say 95% of my patient load comes in with one major complaint that can either make it or break it when it comes to healing. Number one, they've been disconnected to nature. So they got to get back to nature. Number two, they come in with a sense of fear at some level, mild, moderate, or severe. And it is the triggering mechanism by which they became ill in the first place. And one of those things that will make you calm down and stop the fear is to go out in nature, whether it would be the ocean or the mountains or the trees in the forest and do some form of meditation. Now, my form of meditation is called Einstein or tuning into the source and asking for help and healing. And near the conclusion of this uh, episode, we will discuss how to do that. But in the meantime, I have means and ways to shut 
off fear, false evidence that appears real, within 20 seconds. And Whitney, you would ask me what to do about that. The number, it is a verbal frequency which triggers a mechanism in the brain to go to the heart and from the heart back to the brain to shut off adrenaline and all its byproducts is 8732-9667-488. And if you'll say it with me, 8732-9667-488. I'm going to do it one more time. You repeat right after I say it. 8732-9667-488. And if you say that frequency, that verbal frequency, it will shut off fear within 20 seconds. I always recommend that my patients and clients use that number right before they go to bed so there is no adrenal reaction or injection of adrenaline from the body right before they go to sleep. A lot of people say, well, I'm laying down, and just as I was about to lay down, all of a sudden I got this surge and this jolt, and now I can't go to sleep. And that's because their adrenal glands are kicking in, and from all the activity that they had in the day, and they needed to calm the mind, calm the body, and shut off the adrenaline responses. And when you do, do we need to say it 15 times? I say it 15 times. Okay. Is there a reason for that number? Yes. One of my teacher trainers was a man named Lloyd Muir, and he wrote a book called Balancing by Numbers. How my book got written was because Lloyd's editor became my editor, and in doing so, I would tell, her name is Christine Dining, she's in Orlando, how to use some of the numbers that Lloyd doesn't talk about. As a matter of fact, I had about 30 numbers that were given to me personally for myself and my mom by Lloyd many years before he passed away and many years before Christine got to know him. And they needed to be included in the book. Her book is really a big book. I have a copy of it. You've seen it? Oh, I have it. Yeah. Oh, you know. But if you don't know how to use the book and the frequencies, they're of no use. Yeah. I mean, you got a piece of equipment and the technology, but it's useless if you don't know how to utilize it. When I started working with Lloyd many years ago, he said, normally I make people say these numbers seven times, but because of your near-death experience... We noticed that you don't respond quite the same way the average person does. Mm -hmm. And I had to say it twice. And I found that a lot of the people I work with, not only are near-death experienced people also, but they have some kind of chronic or serious illness that makes them be required or they're required to do those numbers much more than the average person as well. The chronicity of their challenge makes it more difficult for their numbers to seed and be useful. Now, Lloyd told me that in order to get the numbers to work, what he actually tested for, he did divination and he tested, is he would find out what the diagnosis was. In this case, fear. False Mm -hmm. evidence appears real. And he would find out what the number was by testing and he'd come up each number in the sequence until he was done and there was no more numbers. 
then he would flip them around. And by reversing them, it caused it to neutralize or eliminate. So one of the biggest things with every patient I come in contact with is they come in some level of fear. Now, I work with the Bruno Gurney Circle of Friends. And Bruno, the MWF or the Medical Scientific Group, Medical Verkische Freunds in Germany, uh, has his old recordings for Bruno when he was alive. He was a healer that never claimed to be a healer. He was a gift from God that could teach people how to connect to God. And one of the things that he actually taught was humans have a poison in them that gets released on a regular basis. That poison is adrenaline. Mm. And if they can cut that adrenaline poison off because it's an irritant, mm. then they can actually help themselves heal. And they have to do that by this technique called Einstellen, which we'll talk about at the end because I like to focus on that by itself. But there are other people along the way of my path since my near-death experiences that taught me to remain calm. And one of them was Lloyd's number for fear. The other one is forgiveness of self and others. And it's in Lloyd's book. 116-979-458. Real simple. 116-979-458. And every one of my patients goes through that as well, because the other obstacle to healing and living a better life is forgiveness. And the angels told me not just to forgive somebody else that caused you a problem, they cut you off while you were driving, they said something bad, they weren't feeling good, they got nasty with you. It is to remember for you to forgive yourself. The angels would talk to me all the time, said the biggest problem is you humans forget to forgive yourself. You're willing to forgive other people, but you forget to forgive yourself. You made a mistake. The second problem after you make a mistake is you then beat yourself up. Mm -hmm. And the angels and God have told me, and Bruno too, is that you have to forgive yourself. Now, the third thing, in order to live a better life in those frequencies for numbers is a number that deals with shock. Now, I don't have it in front of me. It's in my little phone, so I have to open it up. But there is a frequency that deals with shock. Now, German New Medicine, Dr. Hammer, discussed that the main contributing factor to any illness was the response of shock, which is a major issue Dealing with fear. Somebody, you heard the news, bad news. Somebody was in an accident. Somebody was sick. Somebody had a stroke. Some, I, I experienced that with my, my brother who was a dentist. He's my spiritual brother, Dr. Stephen Lawrence. I had never experienced that before. And I was like, gee, I had a really hard time letting go of the shock. But shock can cause major issues. Now, besides a verbal frequency for getting rid of shock, and I will send that to you when we're done. And then you can post that on this podcast later is one of the most important things is something called the Star of Bethlehem. It is a Bach flower remedy. And two thirds of my clients use that. Usually it's shock and grief and overwhelmed because it covers all those three things. Mm -hmm. But I have never found a Bach flower remedy that worked so well.
Now, uh, as you have my book, so you know, there are no lines in heaven. It's a rather big book. And it's big and it's heavy. And if you ever threw that at somebody, you'd really give them a shock. You'd hurt them. Uh, it's three pounds. So it was made on, with large print. So people over the age of 40, or we'll say 39, uh, could read that book without having to wear their glasses. One of the most important things in living a better life is always going back to nature. Go walk by the beach. Go smell the trees in the forest. If people understood why the planet is the way it is and why it's such a mess, they can now go back to understand why they're having such a hard time breathing in our reality. I don't mean because of they can't breathe with smells. Breathing because they're so anxious. Number one, lack of energy. Humans have forgotten how to connect to God. And so what I teach my patients is how to connect to God. Nature, meditation, Einstein, tuning into the source and asking for help and healing. Asking for help and healing is such a big one because most people think they have to do it themselves or they have to simply outsource it, right? So they have to go and pay someone to do it for them. And when I was reading your book, I really liked the analogies that you shared with going to different spiritual practitioners. You know, when you're really desperate and you really need light or energy, you can go to certain practitioners and they can reignite you pretty quickly just by staring at you or hands on healing. But in order to get long-term healing from something chronically, you have to do it yourself. I thought that was very interesting. You must take responsibility for yourself. God gives you this body. Mm -hmm. It's a gift from God. When it's done, it goes back to God. And your soul goes back to the sea of souls. And you're part of the one. In order to master this reality, we are a spirit in a physical body undergoing a tremendous test on a planet designed as big school. It's, it's university level in the spiritual world. And what most people don't understand is once you realize what this planet is and you understand that each of us has a mission and purpose in life, mm -hmm. then you must seek out your mission and purpose. How do you do that? You ask. That means you have to connect to God. Mm -hmm. If you don't connect to God, you can't, unless you're born with that knowingness, which some people are, or you go through a near-death experience like me or two, then you begin to know what that is. First of all, this schooling planet created by God, Mother Earth, actually known as Urantia, the planet of light or enlightenment, volunteered, she's a living being, to host souls, children of God. But beforehand, God put all of the evil in the universe on this planet. Within each super universe, there is one planet, us in this case, that will have all of the evil placed upon it. The evil will be given this planet as its dominion. Then the most courageous children of God will volunteer to come down here to learn to master this reality 
endure, persevere, and overcome it, whatever it is. This entire planet is a big test. It's the university of all tests for the children of God. In order to get here, you've already had to come from somewhere else, and you really had to volunteer. There are literally billions of souls waiting to come on this planet, which at the moment is so messed up with hatred, war, pollution, you name it. One of the biggest things, because you asked what can a person do, one of the biggest things that will cause you to reincarnate is hatred. Hatred is a no-no, is the worst of all things. It opens the door for evil to control and manipulate you, and you will come back as the thing you hate. I had a client, black man. I was like, why is he coming to me? It's because my, my grandmother was a black lady. You read in there that I had a black patient who adopted me because we recognized each other, and her family were black Jews in the South. Well, she referred me to this man, and he hated everything, but he hated Jews even worse. Didn't know why he hated Jews. He just hated Jews. And I'm saying, you're coming to me, a Jewish doctor who met Jesus? And he said, I don't know why. I don't know what this is about. I don't know what the hate is. Well, he went and he, he found through the early tests genetically that he was 25% Jewish. And he went from hating Jews to becoming an Orthodox Jew. Oh, fascinating. And then he realized his heritage. I think it was he was fighting with himself. He didn't realize he was fighting with himself, but his soul knew that he had a different path. He is so religious. He's ultra-Orthodox. So be aware. In this case, he's living his life by becoming the thing he hated. Now he no longer hates Jews because he is Jewish. I think Hitler hated Jews because he found out that he was 50% Jewish and he was resentful of his father who never took responsibility for him when with his mother of his birth. His father abandoned him and denied him part of the family. Fascinating. People sometimes hate the thing or are resentful for the thing. The resentment is a lesser level of hatred, but you should never resent anybody. Resentment can cause cancer and other illnesses. Hatred is literally probably one of the worst things. It is another form of bitterness as well, which can cause illness and can cause people to harm one another. Look what's going on between Ukraine and Russia, what's going on between Israel and Palestine. There's going to be a lot of Palestinians who are going to come back as Jews, and there's going to be a lot of Israelis that are coming back as Palestinians. And this is going to be a perpetual thing until they stop it. And you only can do that when you recognize it. So how can you make your life better? Like the opening question was for me. You can stop doing the bad habits that cause people to reincarnate for the wrong reasons. Mm. You can come back not because karmically you have to, but because you choose to out of love. Big difference. You don't have to do anything. Evil knows they don't have to do anything. They can harm every human and they don't have to do anything. They don't have to apologize. They're going to come back on this planet as fellow humans because they own and operate this planet. They know it. But we 
those souls that did not come in to work for evil, came in to work for good and become closer to God, have a few things that they need to do. Get closer to nature. Nature is God. God is nature. Do your some form of meditation. In my case, Einstein, tuning into the source, asking for help and healing, and all of the other things that we need to do. But you must come from love. This is not easy because not everybody makes it easy. Sometimes they make it more difficult. If you realized that before you come down here, you've not only had a built-in uh, predilection to be having your death experience to teach you something, but if your best friend in heaven volunteers to give you the worst time here and make it hell on earth, he doesn't or she doesn't remember that, but they volunteered to give you a hard time and you volunteered to forgive them. So you must do it to make your life more joyful, not happy. Happy is a earthly trait, but joy is a true divine trait. And since you want a divine trait, then you have to forgive. Many illnesses will resolve simply by forgiving one another. You'll forgive yourself, you'll forgive other people, and it'll make a difference. And then evil can't grasp a hold of you with its claws or hooks and make you do something like a puppet on a string. They can't manipulate you. You stop. You want to bring more joy into your life? You want to be happy? You want to be healthy? Realize that you're on a planet of evil and your job is to master this reality by enduring, persevering, and overcoming. Now, the other side has told me we can't stop everything bad from happening to you. But if it does, then this is what you got to do. And for those that do TM, they do TM. Mm -hmm. Go out into the nature, pray. Praying is a major thing that helps you calm down. When you calm down, everything is much better. The so-called masters of the Far East, which I discuss in the book, these are monks and masters who claim to be five and 600 years old. Well, how did they do that? They remain calm. They don't eat a lot. They don't sleep a lot. They are divinely connected to the presence of this reality to our heavenly home. They don't get caught up in the games of life and they don't play it. Uh, Florence Scoville Shin talks about that. It's one of the books I first read. And she wrote this book in 100 years ago, 1923. First woman that was really big into spiritual healing. And then it started a whole cascade of women teaching people that they can help themselves by staying calm. And they'll learn how to play the game of life. So you have a lot of things. And in my book, as you began to read, especially chapter five, it's all about all the different things. I've all these options you can have. I don't tell you what to do. I'll muscle test you or I'll ask God, which is the best one for this person. Yeah. And we'll go on. Now, sometimes if it's not in the book, I will add it to the book later as I investigate it. I never recommend anything to a patient unless I personally have actually investigated it. Now, I spent a fortune, over $300,000, and I ended up going bankrupt because I spent my own money to test all these things that 90% of them were a waste of time, waste of money, waste of energy. And the first and foremost thing is you must reconnect to God, whether it's through nature or meditation, Einstein. Hi. 
I'm Chef Whitney Aronoff. As a personal chef, I created custom organic spices for my clients. These blends are of the highest quality with no added sugar, MSG, caking agents, or any junk. I want you to have the same access to good quality seasonings, which is why I've launched my line of organic spice blends. High Vibration Foods by Starseed Kitchen is my collection of chef-crafted organic spice blends made with only good-for-you ingredients. I use organic source spices, ancient mineral-rich Redmond Real Salt, prepare the blends listening to Kundalini Mantra music, then charge the jars with the quartz Giza crystals for a true high vibration experience. You can now purchase my most requested blend, 11 Magic Herbs and Spices, on StarseedKitchen.com. Use code STARSEED for 10% off your purchase. Can't wait for you to enjoy. pushing faint matter out. That's another thing. Humans used to know how to do that. In the book, it's uh, Robert Harry Hover's Internal Moving Healing. Robert was also one of my teachers. I was one of his last students before he passed away. Only his daughter knew how to do it better than I did. And he told me, boy, you got a lot of stuff. So it's called faint said, matter? Faint matter. Yeah. A dark energy. Faint matter. He said, when you carry burdens from lifetime to lifetime, you got to stop, number one. Number two, you got to push it out of you. And so I had a really hard time pushing this garbage out of me, this evil, negative, dark garbage. And you do that by closing your eyes and going into the area of your body that hurts or has a problem or is a difficulty. And you go in and you go from that perspective. And the funny thing was when he started to teach me this, It's a Buddhist technique from the country of Myanmar, what used to be called Burma. Mm -hmm. He had hurt himself in 1961. He was an engineer that worked for eventually NASA, North American Rockwell. And he was successful in redoing Apollo 1 and remaking it into what we knew later as Apollo 8. So he was on that team. But he had fallen down and broke his leg when he was there and learned that the priests and monks... And the nuns all knew this ancient technique. It's just white folks and people from the West didn't, at least from their perspective. Yeah. So he learned this technique and healed himself. His leg healed completely without the intervention of any other medicine or doctor. He learned the technique so successfully that they actually gave him like a franchise. And then he Americanized this ancient technique that you learn about and the Healing Masters of the Far East by Baird Spaulding, which is also over 100 years old, the book. And he taught it, and he changed the words to faint matter because it was this faint matter that you couldn't really grab it, but you had to go inside internally and push it out of your body. And when I began to finally master it, I realized not only could I do it for myself, I could do it for other people. And the first person I did this for was my mom. I actually began to see things around people. And in my mom's case, I write about it in the book. I saw this thing floating that looked like a fish with no skin or scales. It was like a bone and a ribbon type of thing. Mm -hmm. And it had a head and it hit my mother in the head. And immediately she said, ow, I got a headache. And I said, mom, I just saw what hit you, the spiritual thing. And I yanked it out of her. I cut it away and I threw it so that it couldn't touch her or me ever again. 
got it out of the house, got it out of everything. And her headache went away. And then I began to realize it was easier for me to work on other people than it was for me to work on myself. Yes. And that was because Robert had told me I was the second most filled with dark, faint matter person that he'd ever worked with. He only had one other woman that he'd worked with that was so severely contaminated from negative energy. And she nearly tried to commit suicide, but she didn't because she learned how to do it too. But he said, it's really funny. You are able to do this for other people better than yourself because I began to realize I was picking up the dark faint matter, not just for myself. I was picking it up from other people. Yeah. You were working as the sponge. Yeah. And I, I didn't realize that when you have a near death experience and sometimes you come back without an auric field or without parts of your auric field intact, mine were damaged due to radiation and other things. And I had to have that heal like the ozone layer can heal if you let it heal. So took out the, the negative energy, the chemicals and the exposure that I had and I began to heal. Oh, and then it was easier for me to push this faint matter out. But I also then found out it was easier to put it out, push it out of you or some other person. And they didn't even have to be anywhere near me to do it. I actually have a lot of clients in Florida that I am able to do this remotely. And I don't actually have to see them. I can talk to them and ask them questions. I go into their body remotely and push the garbage out of their system. And they have helps and healings. I don't need any other equipment. I don't need anything but my gift and ability to get stronger by pushing out the energy that's negative out of me and not taking on anybody else's energy from them. So I learned that I had to be better prepared and be better protected because one of my gifts is to pick up what's wrong with somebody else. And I didn't know it's because I had a hole in my auric field that I was actually picking up their auric field and drawing it into my auric field and then knowing, knowing what exactly was wrong with them. And I also knew not to hold on to it. I wear gold. That's important. Uh, I have that letter. a lot. That gold is very protective. It, it repels negative energy. I also have silver, but gold is much better at doing that. It is God's gift on this planet to be used for that purpose. Is there a quality of gold that we should be looking for or any gold it, will work? 18 is okay, but it's not the best. But 21 or 28 karat gold, 22, 24 karat gold is the best. It's the most expensive because it's the most pure. And um, you take the impurities out and the gold is better. Of course, gold today is very expensive. So if you just get a gold coin, I happen to wear one mm -hmm. on my neck, just enough to make sure that it repels negative energy. Then Laramar... Um, Edgar Casey talks about it, how it repels karma. But people have to understand that there really is no karma to begin with. Yeah, let's There's talk just, about that. If You see, evil knows about it, but everybody else has been dumbed down and believed that they have to have karma and they have to suffer. They don't have to do either of those things. They may have to struggle like a butterfly struggles to push itself out of its cocoon, but they don't have to suffer. Um, one of the things that Hindus used to teach, not all certain teachers did, is that you have to suffer. No, you don't have to suffer. You do have to struggle. It's part of being here so that you can become the butterfly uh, spiritually. Um, but 
the other thing, and you don't need Red Bull because you don't need wings that way. You just need to be able to have the strength to push those things away. So do you do we need to be shielding ourselves every day before we walk out of the house or working on yes. strengthening our work field? Um, I use dragon's blood to get the negative energy away. If you can get dragon's blood. What is it? It comes from the dragon tree, okay. which is where we get dragon fruit. And you can get it in a stick or liquid variant. I have it in various different kinds. I have it on me all the time, dragon's blood. Uh, that's a good cleansing tool for your office, for your car, for your home. I have sticks of it. It's made by Ganache. It's one of the companies I like from, because it comes out of Chicago. Uh, some of it comes out of Arizona, New Mexico. That's where they grow a lot of the dragon trees. So they get the resin and the sap to make it. It's very cleansing. Catholic Church actually uses it a lot. If you see them throwing this thing back and forth in some of the big old churches in Europe and all the smoke coming out. Yes. That's... That came from when they came into Mexico, Central and South America, and they use that resin to clean the church of negative energy. No. That's why sometimes Catholic Church, people actually felt better because they were cleansed of their negative energy. Amazing. Do you think it's more they, powerful than sage and Palo Santo, or is it all oh, yes. the same thing? No. Way better. Way better? Ten times better. Okay. Yeah. Now, you also asked about other things. Doubt. One of the biggest things that humans have besides fear and unforgiveness is doubt. They doubt themselves. You must have faith in God, trust in a being higher than yourself to help reconnect you to God, whether it's Jesus, I call him Big Brother, or Bruno Gruning, or whoever your master teacher is that helps you connect to God. And you must believe in yourself. As a child of God, you are worthy. If you're on this planet, you are worthy. There is no such thing as a non-worthy child of God unless you are working directly for evil. And that's only a small percentage of the population. 10% of the population works for God and they know it. 10% of the population works for evil and they know it. And everybody else in between doesn't know a thing. They're walking around chaos, confusion, and fog. So... You, these are just little simple things. You said your goal was how can people take something away from this and make their lives better and more joyful? And that is to get rid of doubt. You are a worthy child of God. Have no doubt. And therefore believe in yourself what your mission and purpose is in life. And then people say, what's my mission and purpose in life? Well, use one of these techniques, connect to God, and then ask and I teach people simple techniques to ask simple yes and no questions that will train you to come from your heart and to ask the divine in you, the divinity, what it is you need to know about who and what you really are and why you're really here. Do you know? Part of your gift is helping people wake up by introducing them to people like myself and others who have unique gifts from our near-death experiences, alternative medicine, spiritual healing, or we call you Chef Whitney because you're a chef and you use the power of food in healing. And you got to that chapter. There's many, many techniques for healing through food. What can make your life better? Food. What kind of food? Organic food. Raw food. 
Now, some people do better with raw meat, raw chicken, raw fish, raw eggs, raw butter, raw cream. Some people don't. So you have to know your body type and what your body does better. Does it need to be vegan, vegetarian? Is it a meat-eating body that requires that it, in order to do better, needs that? You have to find out what you are in the scheme of things and what your body needs. You're not your body. You're not the voice in your head. But you are your soul, which connects through your organs and into you from the sea of soul, from God, the spirit. And once you begin to learn these things, what your body needs to be successful, then you'll know how to have a more joyous life. Now, one of the biggest things, have you ever noticed many healers, and I've worked with 37 of them, mm -hmm. all of us have a tendency not to eat too much. Yep. I've noticed that with so many. Well, one of the main reasons is we're filled with the energy of God. We don't have as much an appetite. But if we're going to eat something, we're going to enjoy it. And we're going to do a prayer over it in some way, shape, and form so that the food is filled with the healing stream, the Holy Spirit, the Heilstrom. That's the German word for healing stream and Holy Spirit, healing wave. And when your food is filled with that, you can actually, once your body is clean, actually enjoy your food. And what they said from the other side is one of the few things you can do on this planet, what you are allowed to do is enjoy your food. doesn't mean be a glutton, mm -hmm. but enjoy your food. Now, I have had monks and priests who eat some of the worst food in the world, but because they do a prayer over and they enjoy their food, they don't have any health issues dealing with it. Doesn't matter if they have parasites. Doesn't matter if they eat raw. Doesn't matter if they have chocolate or coffee or any number of things. The other thing, what are things that take away your energy and your divine connection? Tobacco, coffee. All these things rev you up in some way, shape, and form, but they actually keep you disconnected. Mm. Now, I'm not talking about natural tobacco which Native American people use for ceremonies to connect themselves to God. I'm talking about the processed tobacco is not good for you simply because it cuts you off from your divine connection. Would it be the same for coffee then? Traditional single origin, organically grown? or uh, It's better coffee? if you're going to have coffee to have the organic stuff. Yeah. Okay. But coffee is a stimulant and any stimulant, wine, uh, any alcohol – is going to separate you from your divine connection. Mm -hmm. Now, people said, well, I heard that Bruno Gruning drank a lot of coffee. And that's because he was so divinely connected, he actually had to cut himself down from that divine connection because he would burned up. So he actually used coffee and cigarettes to keep him mellow. To keep um, him grounded. Yeah, because he had such a strong gift, he had to be able to do that. So the man I'm talking about, Bruno Gruning, you can look up www.bruno-gruning.org, was a healer beyond most healers. Uh, there's, there's about six people on this planet currently who have tremendous healing gifts and are very pure. And I write about them in the book. And then there's others that are about 90%. And we're still human. And we have our faux pas and our mistakes, and we have to be very careful. I'm told, be careful. No ego, no greed. You can have a lifestyle and you can live and you can make money, but don't get carried away with it. I did get carried away with it for a while there. I played. 
Is there a prayer that you can offer us as a starting point for blessing our food? It depends if you're Christian, Buddhist, Hindu, Muslim, Jewish. Take the prayers that are there. I use my Hebrew prayers because I have a Jewish background. Mm. And that is the universal prayer, not over bread. That's one different prayer, but it would be Baruch Atadonai Elohim Melchalam Shachiana Vigimana Vigiano Lazman Hazah. Thank you, God, for bringing us to this day, time, space, and place with these people, whoever they are with, um, to eat this food. That that's my prayer. Now, if you say the one the bracha over bread, then you got to do another bracha afterwards so we're not going to take that one take whatever prayer comes from your heart that's the mm -hmm. most important thing mm -hmm. bless it now when you learn to do einstellen mm -hmm. you're actually going to ask god to send down the heilstrom to the food and you're going to ask bruno to connect this food to god's heilstrom why because the food starts to taste differently um bruno used to make patients who were ill eat a, a, there was a story where he made a man eat a piece of cake. He actually didn't eat a piece of cake. He ate the whole cake. And he actually put the energy of God into the cake. So when the man ate the cake, he received help and healing. This man, once he started to eat the cake, couldn't stop. It just, it was intense. It was so wonderful. And I'd been there. I, we've done Einstein at a potluck and go, oh my goodness, the food just, it Amazing. tastes so good. And here we're eating some things that were like, normally I wouldn't eat. Or it would cause me a problem. It didn't cause me any difficulty. Yeah. The blessing of food, I think, is a miraculous gift that not enough people are aware of or practice. And that comes to the next one. People are not grateful. Not only do they doubt who they are, their holiness, they doubt their gratefulness. They must be grateful every day, whether it's through prayer or some representation to say thank you to the creator, who and whatever you call the creator. I call God the big guy. I call Jesus big brother. I also call God it because there's no way to really explain it. It's neither male nor female. It's both, but it's neither. It's both everything you see and everything you can't see. It's what you feel. And it's more than your understanding and your comprehension. So be grateful. These are just... What we were talking about, ways you can have a more joyous life. Yeah. Do you have to have a near-death experience? No. But I discuss all these things in the book and things that doctors even take for granted. You don't have to use standard medicine. Use natural medicine. doesn't have to be alternative, complementary, integrative, or spiritual. Use natural medicine. Natural medicine is actually better for your body than artificial pharmaceuticals. Now, I have to say there are some pharmaceuticals that are very important and humans, if they're on it, should take it. But I'd have to talk to you about what those are because some of those things are pretty good. But everything man-made, everything created from the mind of humans has a side effect. Everything that comes in from the divine has absolutely no side effect. You can pray and you can do Einstellen and people have had healings where they lose their appetite for smoking, sex, mm -hmm. uh, drug addiction, alcohol. It just disappears. No withdrawal symptoms by doing this Einstellen. 
or you can go the, the long way, the normal way that people do it. But I found that there's just so many helps and healings that way. Prayer and gratitude make a difference. Well, first of all, the people that don't pray and aren't grateful probably aren't going to be watching this show. Uh, I'm not going to be on their top 10 list and they're not going to be on mine. But hey, let's face it. No, know? I appreciate it. I love a sense of humor. I mean, that's what makes that's part of what makes life fun is um, one of the archangels is known for that. And that's Ariel and Raphael have a tendency to really have a sense of humor. And my dad, when he died, his gift for me was a sense of humor. You really do have to have a sense of humor. And that's another way you can have a more joyous life. Laugh. There's two ways to clear negative energy out of you. Yeah. Laughter and crying. Really? So it's another way to do it. But if you can laugh, if you can make yourself laugh every day, um, it's miraculous. Uh, I, I wrote about it and I can't think of his name at the moment, but there was a very famous people, uh, Norman Cousins, who laughed his way to healing. Laughter every day. He had cancer, a rare form of it, laughed himself to life, not to death. He laughed himself to life. And in doing so, he cured himself of that particular diagnosis. And he even wrote a book about it. He's long gone, but his books are still here. Laughter is the best medicine. What do patients tend to come to you for? Why are people seeking you out? What are the ailments? Number one with? reason is they've been written off by the medical community and left for dead. Go home, write your will, make sure your life insurance is there. There's nothing more we can do for you. A third of those patients I work with will have miraculous healings. A third will live much longer than they were told. They're told they had six months. They lived four or five years. The other ones, that third, they're going to go home between eight and 12 weeks and God will say, touch not my child, which means I can't do anything to stop him. Okay. So what do they come? That's the, that's the main thing. That's my niche of niches. That's yeah. what I'm known for. But what else do they come for? They had many side effects from the vaccine and they need to help clear those side effects. And they're actually easy to clear. Uh, one other things. I see 50% of the women that I see come in with abuse issues. Molestation, abuse of some kind, way, or shape, or form. I work with the Hispanic community, South and Central America. The Brazilian community is a large percentage of my patients, Puerto Ricans, Mexicans. And one big thing for the women that I see is sexual abuse. So what do they come in for? And it causes all sorts of illnesses and challenges from lupus, which is di directly linked to worthiness issues, to uh, uh, sexual abuse, abuse by a, a parent, a trusted person, a brother, a cousin, a relative uh, that they trusted that abused them. And that has to be cleared. I had a client that I went in to see. They, they weren't actually my client. They were another doctor's. I got called in for a consultation. My buddy does the same technique, bioenergetic synchronization technique. And we've been working on each other for 25 years. And he said, I know you have these divine gifts. I can find things, but, and he normally can help anybody. But he said, these two people, I can't find answers. I don't know why 
I can't find an answer. So I did my prayers. I looked at them. I saw the faint matter around this one woman. It was around her eye and her head. And I said, you've been abused by three men, one more than the other. They forced you to do something. What was it? Because you're holding on to resentment. And she said, yeah, my doctors forced me to take chemotherapy. And she felt resentful. Mm-hmm. And the doctor that was standing behind me said, all these years, you never told me about that? And she said, I didn't think about it. I just buried it. It's an old emotion. Well, you can't hide these emotions from me and other healers because we can see it. I'm empathic. I can feel it. I can actually see it after I call down the, the prayers. And I can actually pull it out if they want me to. Or I can let people clear it out through BEST or some other technique that they use, uh, emotional code or body code. Mm-hmm. It can be cleared many, many ways. But if you don't know it's there, you can't clear it. Now, I can actually see it there. I can feel it there. And I can even smell it there. And some of the things, I can smell angels in the room. And behind every person is an angel that is near them. Good guys smell like the most beautiful fragrance. It's like lemon blossoms, patchouli, and strawberries stuck together. Every every angelic being has a, a particular fragrance. And every bad guy, bad angel, I refer to them as the Elohim that's discussed. Mm-hmm. Elohim is another face of God, the angels. But some guys are good and some guys are not so good. And these bad guys stink like an ashtray. And when I smell that around people, I know that evil is doing their darnest to cause harm. Mm. So people don't know that evil is on them, in them, or around them. They accidentally took it on and thought that was them. Ego, pain body, whatever. The voice in their head, they were listening to the wrong voice. Mm -hmm. Especially those that are mentally ill or claim to have been mentally ill. In reality, they're filled with evil. Even though the modern medicine doesn't believe that, there's a chemical imbalance. Where'd the chemical imbalance come from? Oh, it's genetic. Well, if you clear out the evil garbage, a lot of times the patients will heal themselves. Not me. I don't, I don't take credit for it. I'm not the gift. The gift is what comes through me. I don't take responsibility for that. I may take responsibility for something I screwed up, but I won't take responsibility because the healing comes from God. I'm just a conduit by which that healing comes through. So all these things, if people understand the truth about who they are, why they're here, and what is really going on, they can play the game better, Mm -hmm. enjoy their life, and have a better quality of life. Now, you can make money. There's Nobody said you got to do, you know, early on, the only reason I couldn't do ego or greed stuff, I couldn't make money that way, was because I didn't want to attract negative energy. I can make money now. Uh, But if the gift comes through me and God says, no, don't charge that person, I don't charge the person. It's that simple. And those that can pay, pay for those that can't pay. Because sometimes, for some reason, I may have a contract with another being. I'm just there to help them. I don't know that till I meet them, either physically or long distance, spiritually, um, to be able to help them. Can everybody learn to be their own best physician? Sure, mm-hmm. if you connect to God. Because God is the greatest physician. And if you're a child of God, then you have the right to heal. Remember, you're a worthy child of God if you're on this planet. 
And anybody that doesn't believe themselves to be worthy is missing out. And usually it's because they listened to humans, their parents, their teachers that said, oh, you're not worthy. You're full of crap. You're blah, 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 blah. Stop listening to people and listen to the divine. And God will tell you, you're a worthy child of God and you deserve to heal. Now, the only ones that don't are the ones that are connected to the evil. God won't touch them. It's the only time you're ever allowed to hate anything is evil itself, not the people. Thank you for listening to this episode of the High Vibration Living Podcast. Please leave a five-star rating and review wherever you are tuning in from to help more listeners like and find this podcast. And if you really loved what you heard today, pay it forward and send this episode to a friend or loved one. For more Starseed Kitchen, visit starseedkitchen.com and follow us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Be sure to pick up a jar of my high vibration foods, organic spices, which you can purchase on starseedkitchen.com. You can find me and follow along on my chef adventures on all your favorite social media channels at Whitney Aronoff. Thanks again for tuning in. Cheers to you and your health. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.